The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a weekly look at Portland's nonprofits and do gooders with interviews, music, and documentaries. You're listening to the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X Ray FM, brought to you by the Media Institute for Social Change, a public interest media lab that works to inspire, empower, and engage emerging media producers. Learn more online at mediamakingchange.org. I'm Carly Maxberger. On this first day of 2021, we're keeping it awesome and talking to Kat Rayburn, the Dean of Awesome Portland. This is Phil Bussey. It's the nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM we're joined today with Kat Rayburn, who is Dean of Awesome Portland. Let's just start out with who is the Awesome Foundation? Because this is, this is not just Portland. This is not just national. This, is, this reaches all the way to Harare, Zimbabwe. Yes, it does. Um, so the Awesome Foundation or the Worldwide Awesome Foundation um, sounds pretty grand and amazing. Uh, it is actually um, pretty much just a collection of volunteers uh, where the real power of it is is in the individual chapters. Um, so Awesome Portland is the Portland chapter. Uh, we have about 12 people um, and I think if you want to get technical, we're a giving circle. Um, we have 12 trustees. Everybody kicks in $100. And through that, we basically make a $1,000 grant, which we give away. Um, for us, it's every other month. Um, and then there are chapters doing this all over the world um, under Awesome Foundation. Although one thing I did really love hearing was uh, the people over in the UK who thought that awesome was a really particularly like American word, but they do still go with it. Um, so you're right, there are chapters in Zimbabwe, in um, Canada, a lot in Canada, uh, a lot in Europe, um, quite a few in the Netherlands. I think for some reason the Netherlands has like the, the highest number of chapters per capita anywhere. Um, did that answer your question? Oh, that absolutely answers my question. And, and so the, the um, Awesome Foundation has been around for a little over 10 years. Is that right? I, I saw 2009. Yeah, yeah 2009. Okay. And, and, and I want to get to that eventually because 2009 is politically zeitgeist wise, a very different frame of mind. Uh, the word hope sure. was being tossed around a lot in 2009. Mm -hmm. uh, the word hope is maybe in shorter supply right now. But let's definitely let's shelf that. I want to get some more of the particulars. Every other month, Port, Awesome Portland gives a thousand dollar grant. Is that what the other cities are doing, or is this? Does each city make its own rules? Well, each chapter is autonomous, so um, you know you could make your own rules. But by and large, it's a thousand dollars or whatever the equivalent is in the currency of any non-American country. Um, we do every other month uh, just 
for a few reasons, sanity mostly. Also, um, it enables more people to contribute because that comes out to $600 a year versus $1,200 a year, um, which is a little bit of a, a stretch for most people. Um, most chapters actually do it monthly, um, but it, like I said, it's they're autonomous, so really you can kind of do whatever you need to do to make it work in your locality. And and correct me if this isn't is is wrong, but it seems as if the Portland the, the Portland chapter has a, a an emphasis on arts and culture. That's true. Um, there's something that uh, you hear about it when you go to the awesome conference, the awesome it. Sorry, the awesome <laughs> terminology is just going to keep coming up. Um, which we call um, orphans versus flamethrowers. Um, and that again, Sorry, that again. Is orphans versus <laughs> orphans versus flamethrowers. Okay, and you will describe what that means because that sounds like there's been mm -hmm. some thought put into that. <laughs> um, well, there are there are a lot of really worthy causes out there. Um, and I would say most of the awesome Portland trustees are also giving to some of the more traditional causes, you know, the food banks, the like emergency response, homelessness, that kind of, of um, deep systemic problem. Um, we give to that outside of awesome Portland. Um, and those are the orphans. Um, the flamethrowers are the things that are just cool, the things that um, you want to have happen in your city so that you can tell somebody about it. Um, the murals that you can walk by and say, that's just freaking cool. Um, and so I would say that we are, we have traditionally been a little bit maybe more flamethrower. Um, although I will say that 2020 is starting to test that much different, as you said, than, than 2009. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do uh, full disclosure here and, and also maybe shine a little light on what uh, the awesome Portland does in that uh, my son's preschool just received a $1,000 grant from awesome Portland to put up a mural. And it's a mural that uh, is, it's at a, um, and, and I assume that this hits some chords as well. It's at a multicultural preschool uh in inner southeast that is adjacent to uh a real a large houseless population and and some services and and um you know and and it's a project that a thousand dollars was a huge vote of confidence for us not to mention just financially helpful um you know so you know i i looking over where awesome portland has given it's it's all i mean it, it's there's not a common theme necessarily except for maybe as you're terming it flamethrower talk to me a little bit about the mechanics of it how does somebody get invited does somebody just send you something how does that work um so most of our applicants um i well most of we get a lot of applicants just through word of mouth um i would say honestly less so now that we're all locked down we used to have in-person parties uh, every two months. And that was just a really great way to kind of get out in the community. People would wander by, you know, wander into wherever we were having the party. 
and and see what we were doing and think it was cool. Um, it's honestly been a little bit rough for us to be locked down as it has honestly been for everybody. Uh, so word of mouth is big for us. Um, and then because we are part of the larger Awesome Foundation, um, a lot of people find out about us just online. They find out about the Awesome Foundation and they're in Portland and thus get uh, shunted towards the Portland chapter. Um, in terms of trustees, um, we are always looking for new people who are interested and um, who want to contribute in this way. Again, it's usually word of mouth or, you know, something like this right here that people will hear and, and want to join. Um, it's super diverse. I would say that with the, the exception of one friend that I myself brought into Awesome Portland, none of the people uh, who are trustees are people I ever would have met if I hadn't been doing this. So that's, um, just a really awesome part of my day to uh, see that, word, that again. word again. <laughs> um, just to be able to, to kind of meet people who feel the same about, um, you know, improving Portland and doing cool things in Portland uh, who I, I might not have otherwise met. And, and so the uh, applicants, they don't need to be nonprofits. Is that correct? No, not at all. Um, and Awesome Portland itself is not a nonprofit, just so that we can avoid all of the IRS uh, guidelines, which would complicate things. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and so again, uh, um, and, and whatever you can share in the process, I did come to one of the Awesome Portlands at a bar near Powell's downtown several years ago, if I'm remembering correctly. And, it was fun. There was uh, a few different groups. Each gave some sort of modified PowerPoint or, or presentation. Um, and then on the spot, if I remember right, the trustees essentially just huddled and voted. Is, that, is, there, is there anything you can um, uh, give us any inside scoop on? <laughs> what is the conversation? Is there a criteria? Is there a gut feeling to it? Yeah, so um, I think our there's a lot that that goes into it. Um, one thing is that we are very careful about who we ask to be the finalists. Um, so many of those conversations, one of the reasons why we're able to have that conversation so quickly is because we already had a, a pretty detailed conversation um, just about the application. So we're just sort of adding to what's already been said. Um, in terms of our criteria, um, I think, you know, like you touched on before, um, we are really looking for places where $1,000 would make a real difference. Um, there are a lot of really worthy causes out there where $1,000 is, you know, would certainly be appreciated, but is not really going to make or break anything. Um, so we're looking for something where it actually will make a difference. It doesn't have to be the entire budget, but, you know, where something might not happen or there might be um, a lot of additional struggle if, if this money didn't come through. Um, part of that is looking a little bit at um, whether the applicant, I guess, has other resources. So um, if this is a really well-connected group of people that could easily run a Kickstarter, um, 
versus someone uh, who comes from a very like underprivileged group or is not super connected, but still you know doing a really worthy project, we would probably go for that person over the person that could also run a Kickstarter. Um, and then I mentioned orphan, you know, so the, the orphans versus flamethrowers thing. Um, we do have a tendency to, to go towards the flamethrowers, but the ideal project is flamethrowers for orphans. Um, <laughs> so uh, to give an example of that, maybe like uh, a, a while ago, we gave a grant to Street Books, which is um, a bicycle powered library targeting homeless people. Um, and that was sort of like, it's bicycle powered, it's a library, that's sort of the flamethrower part, it's very cool. Um, but it is touching on, you know, a, a population that is underserved in this area. And so that is sort of a, a perfect project. And I think like you mentioned um, with the mural at uh, your school, we really loved the fact that um, you talked a lot about the fact that there is a large houseless population and, and that there was a desire to um, like bring them in and make them shown in that and you know feel welcome by that. And, and, and then last question before we go to music break here, but what, what sort of accountability? So a lot of funders often you have to come back with a report what uh, what accountability is there and 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 because you're all also working with non nonprofits uh who who maybe aren't as um pulled together or formal there's not a lot and we like it that way <laughs> um because we're giving away our own money uh we don't have to have as many checks and balances as um, a more formal organization giving away grants might have to do. We don't have to prove to our donors that we're spending their money wisely because it's our money. Um, and that kind of enables us to target a lot of people who um, might not get past some of those checks and balances in other former formal grants. Um, so, we, to my knowledge, no one has ever taken the money and run. I don't think they ever have. If they have, they've been really good about keeping it under wraps. Uh, it's pretty common for, because of the types of projects that we target for things to end up changing or for things to get delayed, we just understand that happens. Um, this is what we choose to do. It's our money. We love to do it. And we realize that some of the grants we've given have been really impactful. And I can walk around Portland and say, like, I had a part in that and I had a part in that. And, you know, this organization was tiny and, you know, really relied on our thousand dollars. And, you know, now they're fundraising for a hundred thousand dollars and it's super cool. Um, so I don't so much mind if there are occasional times when things just don't really work very well. It all balances out. Kat Rayburn is the Dean of Awesome Portland, an organization or a, a giving circle, as you described it, that gives out every other month $1,000 grants to deserving um, people, persons, events, happenings. Um, you brought in some music for us? Yeah. Um, so my organization is Awesome Portland, which is all about Portland. So I thought Esperanza Spalling's City of Roses would be really nice. It really makes Portland sound pretty awesome. 
This is the Nonprofit Happy Hour on X-Ray FM. I'm Phil Bussey talking with Kat Rayburn, who is Dean of Awesome Portland. And I just want to go back and just, just pick up a few pieces. Um, so there's uh, what you call the board uh, or the trustees. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it's, an, it's an amazing thing. So each uh, person brings their own money to essentially help out. It's, it's, um, it's great on so many levels. One, the generosity, and two, really connecting a community. Um, Absolutely. Can you talk some more about that? Oh, I can talk about it at <laughs> length. Um, yeah, I think as a donor, um, a lot of times it's hard to feel connected to the thing that you are are giving money to, you know, like the disaster happens and like you click the PayPal link. Um, and then that's kind of it, you know, except possibly for, you know, a deluge of emails asking you to give more. Um, but you never really know, like, did I make a difference or not? Um, we want to be, Philanthropists, um, my favorite term is, is to call myself a micro philanthropist. Um, but you know, we don't, we don't have the big money. Um, we can't be the Gates Foundation. Um, but by collectively getting together in this way, we can actually put together enough money. And then by targeting people um, in our immediate community who have smaller needs, who are looking for these smaller projects, like we're actually connected. Um, it's really kind of the best part of my my giving strategy, and it means that when I go and do just you know click the PayPal link or or whatever I'm doing, um, I feel more balanced about my giving in the world. Um, so that's one part of it. The second part of it really has to do with the fact that we're just giving, getting together, and giving as a group. Um, and so even um, even when we do choose to donate to a larger established organization where $1,000 this maybe not make or break for them, that comes after a long conversation about what's needed in the world and you know, what these different groups are doing and what we wanna put out there. Um, I'm not an expert in the world, um, but when you put kind of 12 people together and they all have different pieces of knowledge, um, we can come together and I can start to feel really good about, about where that is going, as opposed to just sort of like being concerned about a cause and sort of throwing my money off into the void and, and not being sure if I'm doing the right thing or not. And with, with that brain trust, if I can call it that, um, the, 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 the collective uh, information and concerns and um, how have you seen things changed in the last year or two as manifested in what, what is being, what's being receptive in terms of applications and, and, and also how the group uh, wants to give? We've had a lot of changes in 2020. Um, our applications are down and that's, that's not surprising because many of the types of community event, you know, the community events aren't happening anymore. That's something we would usually see a lot of. Um, we're seeing a lot of podcasts. I think podcasts are just like the thing of 2020. See a huge podcast explosion. Um, <laughs> and then what we are 
interested in, I would say, is is changing a little bit. Um, there's a movement in the group to um, be a little bit more open to existing organizations and to the some of the just the deep problems that we're facing right now. You know, there's so much going on that um, sometimes you know making the playground for squirrels in Laurelhurst Park is just no one's ever done that but just as an example um you know that that's something that in like you know 2015 we would have been like yeah squirrel playground um and maybe in 2020 it's like eh, i think they can do without it we have some bigger fish to fry absolutely absolutely and 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 um has that been a formalized discussion i mean or as as you said before it's it's really the the group sort of has a a gut reaction to uh the the applications but ha has this been formalized or is this something that has just been sensed um i'd say it's sensed we uh other than you know meeting notes we don't have a lot of formality um but it's just something you hear coming up in meetings and then and then um just to, to wrap things up i mean one of the one of the big parts of uh, the last year has obviously been the uh, greater awareness and for the need of equity. Um, yes. And, and I, I would have to imagine that that plays into the lens that you're looking at your applicants. Yeah, so that's actually been a lens that we've looked at uh, for our applicants for quite a while now. Um, and we are usually more interested in applications coming from underserved communities. Um, and, that, and that's really coming from underserved communities, not like uh, going out into, if that makes sense. Um, so that has always been a real focus for us. Um, it continues absolutely to be a focus for us now. I think, you know, just maybe a, a, even a higher commitment to it. Kat Rayburn is the Dean of Awesome Portland. If somebody wants to apply for one of the $1,000 grants, uh, how, how do they do it? How do they find you? Uh, especially right now, uh, when, when, when it's, it's not an actual every other month party. Yeah, um, you can find us online by searching for Awesome Portland or going to awesomeportland.org. And, and is there also a catalog there of some of the, the projects that have been sponsored? Yeah, actually, uh, if you go to the awesomefoundation.org site uh, and choose the Portland chapter, that will give you a list of every project we've ever funded. Thank you so much for taking the time today. And thanks for all the, the, the fun projects and important projects that, that uh, you all have helped support. Thank you so much for having me. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is made possible by Beneficial State Bank, a certified B Corps that holds to what it calls a triple bottom line of social justice, environmental well being, and economic sustainability. If your organization or business is interested in underwriting our show, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change and KXRY Radio, X Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey. 
Our executive producer and editor is me, Carly Meisberger. Archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to info at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in. 